here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their <laughs> kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. We are live, and we thank you for being a part of the old Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba will join us in one hour from now. Rick here in studio, uh, and then Bubba zooming from his closet, we believe. It is a good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show, and uh, we are excited so much to have you today as uh, we um, uh, as always, just, uh, you know, we don't take, uh, you tuning into the, to the Rick and Bubba show lightly. We know you got a lot of choices out there. And so we just appreciate, uh, you letting us be a part of your day. Uh, a lot to, uh, to do today. We know the will of meat's going to spin. Uh, and I think maybe, uh, the guys will have to do some virtual spins from their, uh, home studios. I, I don't know how that's going to work, but we'll try it. Uh, again, I know, uh, last week we were successful in pulling that one off. Toilet paper is on the wheel. So that's, that's a bonus today, uh, and uh, we've got the Easter story also going to be uh, played today. That's an annual event here on Good Friday, as we always uh, play the Easter story, and so that's uh, on tap today. Adler has promised us uh, a, an interesting tour at his house, uh, and so we've got that. Plus, we've got an upgrade at Greg's home studio, and Helmsy has a pretty cool little backdrop. So all of that is on the table today, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Stretch Armstrong, superhero intern, he's here running around doing all kinds of different things. Eddie Van Adler is switching from the house, so we are set to go. I am Speedy, alongside Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms, as well as Adler. How are you guys doing? Y'all good? Great, buddy. Good. Rock and rolling. Here we go. Here we here go. We go. And good morning. And good morning. And good morning, sir. Um... Greg, uh, sound you sound good. Greg, you had got your little mic set up, a little upgrade I finally, today. Finally, put all the pieces together, and it's actually working. I think so. Here we go. It get it looks trouble with my mic stand. I had to get the duct tape out, but uh, it's working. Other than that, I like how you're all up in that mic a little bit. I know Helms, you're scared to do that to yours, but uh, you're you're looking good as well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I've been wanting a, a background. I, I wanted to go as I want to go as far as doing the green screen at home and painting the wall and all that, and and that's coming. You know it is. Uh, but 
I asked Caroline last night, my 13 year old, I said, you know, I need a cool backdrop, but I don't know how to make one. And she looked at me like that. Everybody knows how to make backdrops. I can make you a backdrop. Give me a logo and give me your Twitter handle and Instagram handle. And I'll make you, I'll make you a backdrop. And like, 10 minutes, this is what she put together. That's pretty cool. There you go. I like it. For those of you that can't see good. it, explain what's going on. We got the Rick and Bubba two-headed logo in the back. And so, and here's what's amazing about it. Is, oh, you sound better there. You sounded muffled there for a while. Go ahead. Uh, what's amazing about it is I can I can do whatever. I mean, I could put any logo there. I could put any name there. I could put me a cool quote. Oh, um, quote. So mm. I may start doing some kind of quote of the day. You Watch know. out. Watch out. Guys, I think I think because I'm using an old phone mm-hmm. for my for my Zoom, that's why I've got the letterbox. You know, the bars on oh, the side of my video. Yeah. yeah. So I think once I upgrade my phone, my phone is like three years old. So I, I apologize. I'm just being a cheapskate on this, guys. I got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering about that. I was like, well, is he got it turned turned vertical? What's the deal there? But okay, that explains it. Um, yeah, it's horizontal. It's horizontal. And in what's fact, wrong with a letterbox? Mm-hmm. Well, it just isn't isn't as preferable, you yeah. know. In fact, Greg, I got got to be honest, Greg, you got a little bit too much headroom on your shot, buddy. If we're just talking about shots here. Well, look, I can't. It's not going to be perfect. Okay. But you do look exactly like the guy from There's yeah. Something About Mary that loves <laughs> headphones. Yeah, so they don't want good. you touching his ears. He'll whoop you wrong. <laughs> that's How about that's that? perfect. Is that better? That, that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Okay. And, and, and Helmsy, I'm not joking around real quick. Lean into your mic and talk. Like, lean forward, like, closer. Now talk. Hey guys, what why what's going on? Okay, oh, the closer he gets, it sounds like he's in a can. Yeah, it? yeah. I was just doing, just checking. All right, there you go. Go back a little bit. What Perfect. is it? Be- which one is better? Well, it's weird. It's like you'll be talking and it'll sound like like muffled. Like I don't know. You got uh, you know something over the mic. Hey and, now, and hey then, now. And then all of a sudden it'll cri- it'll be it'll be crystal clear. It's, it's kind of crazy. But. <laughs> is it better now or is it? Leave that thing alone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind me touching it, do you, Greg? No, not in front of everybody. <laughs> um, all right, so so Greg uh, mentioned uh, his his mic uh, setup. So that we have mic stands here, and you know just for bands and a, a variety of things, uh, and we have some. I, what I call sure enough mic stands and, and they're, they're about as heavy as a tire, uh, you know, that are, that are just, you know, will they're big old mic stands anyway. And then we have some really smaller ones that, uh, are a little bit, you know, easier to move around. And so Greg took one of those home. Uh, but you said that the arm that you can extend out is worn out. So it won't stay up. It won't. Adler, you've probably dealt with this one before, so yeah. I had to duct tape it. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you put the microphone, the microphone starts doing this. <laughs> yeah, it starts falling down. I mean, and, and you can tighten it as tight as you want to, and it doesn't matter. Right. So I pulled the old it, duct tape out, and it works. Yeah. And it's it's. Are you talking about like it's supposed to be like a crane arm? Like yes. Yeah. Yeah. Arm sticking out. Yeah. And it's yeah. okay. And it, and it starts falling. Yeah. Can we make a mic stand? Can we make a mic stand that doesn't slowly fall? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> it. like you're talking about, please, please. I will, I will, we'll pay $500 for it. The musicians around the world will pay any amount of dollars for a mic stand that doesn't go. <laughs> just slowly. After a while, they just start. Just, this one, I mean, this one, it didn't slow fade. It just, it's gone. So you, but, t- hey, you duck, duck. when in doubt, get the duct tape out, huh? That's right. And it worked. So. <laughs> Um, I know that there was something that happened yesterday at the Helmsy house. A couple of things, actually. Uh, we'll discuss uh, both of them here during the the, uh, the hour of, of the kickoff hour. One of them had to do with him snapping me. And it, whenever I see a, a snap that came comes in mid afternoon from Helmsy, I just I get giddy because I'm like, okay, what? 
it's almost like the location check that we used to do. Guys, you're not going to believe what's going on here. And it just kind of lets you pry into to, uh, to your house and, and the quarantine life. And I think uh, something happened, and it was a first uh, that Amanda Helms did uh, for Helmsy yesterday. And we'll discuss that when we come back. Uh, plus, uh, he did something else to help the community, I understand. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So we're set. We are set for the old Rick and Bubba show today. Uh, oh, let me also mention we got James Spann. He'll zoom in today as well. So we got a lot on the table. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. kickoff hour good friday here on the rick and bubba show thank you for being a part of it busy busy show on tap today we've got the boys zooming in uh we got greg helmsy and adler and uh i am speedy we're here live i'm in studio rick joins me in studio top of the hour bubba will uh, be zooming in today as well um all right so helmsy you um uh you yesterday uh snapchatted me and and gave me uh, a, a quick look into the Helmsy house, and it it looked as though Amanda had uh, clippers out, uh, trimmers, and was cutting your hair. Is that true? True, true. Was that like the last thing you thought you would see? Yes, yes, yes. I, I didn't know. You know, I mean, we we have our standard. You know, hey, look, look at these crazy kids, what they're doing. You won't believe what I'm having to. You know, I'm out in the yard. I've got handles yeah. or whatever. You were sitting there like a little schoolboy, and oh, wow. and Amanda was standing right beside you, ready to go to work. Kids were looking on, uh, and and you're saying so for the first time ever. Amanda claimed that she was ready to cut your hair and had watched some videos and felt like she had it under control. Yeah, now she's been on me for about a week and simply said, "Hey, look, you've got to get a haircut. Yeah, um, can you order some clippers online? I'm going to give you a haircut." This was about six or seven days ago, and okay. I said, "Look, I've I have actually got clippers here at the house. Mm. Um, just whenever you want to cut it, let me know." <laughs> and so yesterday, I guess was she was done with looking at at the hair that I had. So she <laughs> we got outside on the back porch. She said, "What?" She goes, I'll, "This is what she said, which this did not build any confidence in me at all." Hey, I've watched four YouTube videos today on <laughs> four, how four of that's them. What she, I don't know why she stopped it. <laughs> four out of it. After four, she thought, well, "I got this." Well, we got four. Um, yeah, she said, "I've watched four videos, and I'm ready to do this." And I said, "Whatever." I said, "Who cares what it looks like? Nobody's gonna see me anyway." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not gonna be walking around. And I said, "The TV won't show it that much." Um, I said, I don't think you can mess it up. 
So she started off, I normally do a five and a one. So I do five up top and one on the sides and back and kind of blend it in. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was afraid. I thought she's never going to be able to blend this in. Oh, started off with seven. Okay. And, and that was smart. Yeah. And she did. So she did a seven and a four. So she didn't cut it as short as I normally get it. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, she doesn't like it when I get it that short. She, she likes it when it's grown to about the point of a seven and four. Okay. So she just cut it the way she, she liked it. You usually burn the hide off that thing coming out of the gate. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yes, I do. How about takes- long live the widow's peak though? <laughs> it's there. It's there. She didn't, she didn't get off in that one. Well, she did try to, to round it off a little bit. Um, <laughs> and she was afraid to do too much with it, but I, I will be honest. I, she claims now, Okay, here we go. She claims that she's going to save us a lot of money now because she knows how to cut my hair. And I'm okay with that. She can keep cutting it. Um, and she's right. It will save because I go once a month whether I need it or not. And so that's 25 bucks. You know, by the time you get a uh, tip and all, you're looking at 25 bucks for a haircut. You know, you know me and money. That's, uh, he's, it, he's canceling that's the hair appointment. Hey, hey, that's $100 right there in four months. I can, I can do a lot with $100. So if you don't need the haircut, you still go? Oh, yeah, whether I need it or not, now, every month. Now, why is that? This just a just because well, I know that I'll need I know that I'll need it. I uh, eventually, need it. so you just staying on a schedule. You're like, yeah. hey, I'm going to need it. No, okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, uh, and it, it's bad. I got thick hair. It grows quick. It looks like a Chia pet by the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you, but lately you've been you've been bringing it on down yeah yeah, you've been yeah. a lot you know sarge yeah i thought yeah. you joined <laughs> up at one point right yeah does anybody so, when you're walking down the road does anybody salute you like hey how you doing sir <laughs> do uh-huh. they thank you for your service thank you for your time. service <laughs> appreciate you you're on the front line sir um uh, but uh you do you do look like you do look like you you uh you're ready you're a hard charger i can tell you i mean you, yeah. you look focused yeah. dialed in and and in the video you sent me and i know you had to get serious and stop the video but you were sitting there like a little schoolboy and and weren't moving i thought thought that was important because you don't want her to you know get your ears or anything so you were sitting there real stiff like now maddie she had a she had a, a somewhat concerned look on her face but also a little bit of, hey, this is kind of cool too. It was like a mixture, you know? Yeah, I think I think where I got frustrated was the um, when Amanda kept repeating to me, anytime I'd say something, she'd say, I've watched four videos. Like that was her go. That was the only thing that she kept saying. I said, babe, I don't think you need to do the sideburns this way. Oh, look, I've watched four videos. Babe, I don't know that you're supposed to be blended it in that way. Oh, no, I've watched four videos. That was her <laughs> And so I finally got to a point. I said, Amanda, listen, I've watched Sports Center a lot today, and I've seen a lot of guys dunk, but that doesn't mean I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I you know, but I, I got to tell you, it turned out okay. Now I haven't told her this, but I have noticed there's an area right in here that's. And he's that touching I, the side of his head for those of you can't show see. us, show us, show I, it to us. Right, it's right in this area here, and I think uh. it's not. I think she missed a spot. Well, well, lean in, lean into the, your camera no, and turn. No, I'm not doing that. You know what I wish? I wish he would turn around and not know it. And there's a huge gap in the back. <laughs> yeah, and she yeah. didn't tell him. Yeah. She didn't tell him because he can't see it. And he's like, I think she did a good job. Then turn around. Helms, he show us the back of your head. Show us the back of yeah, your head. Yeah, turn around. Back of my hair. Is well, fine. Uh, uh, oh, no. Oh, oh, oh look at that. Creepers. <laughs> my goodness. What is a cross? Let's look at a cross. Yeah. And what is that? Is that Amanda's initials? 
Shit. Wow. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> so it says kick me. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Kick me. <laughs> I love my wife. What does that say? Um, you know, the boys were talking to, to me uh, at the house because haircuts are part of uh, the quarantine discussions around the house because there's a lot of people that need them. And, uh, and so Terry was threatening uh, JC and Reese that she was going to cut their hair. And they're, no, no. And, uh, and then, then they asked me, Dad, when's the last time you got a haircut? Because, you know, it, they'll go bald jokes in a second. That seems to be yeah. the going thing uh, here and there. And, uh, and I was like, I think it's been 21 years, maybe 22, wow. but I think around 21. I think I can't remember because I didn't document it, but so uh, so you haven't sat in a barber's chair in over twenty years. In over twenty years, that's when I shaved my head. I I, and Rick and Bubba might they they might can correct me on that, but I'm pretty close if I'm off. Uh, But yeah, I have not gone into the barber shop and sat down in a chair for my haircut, taking the kids a ton of times. Uh, And then there's the joke in there too. So I guess you don't need one. Everybody's, you yeah. know, it's the easy ball joke. No, I'll be over here if you need me. It's not me that needs the haircut as I'm just bald as a baby's butt. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and so I'll sit over there, but it's, yeah, it's been about 21 years. Wow. Hey, Greg, what are you doing about your manscaping? Mm-hmm. At this point, I think I'm just going to let it happen. Until <laughs> <laughs> wow. I get everybody. a haircut, I can get a haircut I'm on there and nothing's <laughs> getting cut. Okay. I just wondered, cause I know you're big on that. I didn't know. I did right. shave a little bit. Though. Yeah, thank you for that, Hamzy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you. Yeah, I got to wear that new razor I saw on TV. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, I got to say, Amanda isn't you know board certified, so I might it may have to turn her in to the governing bodies that handle the dermatological license. There. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Practicing without a license. Yeah. Tell them yeah, to come on. Have y'all thought about how weird that is? How tight of a lock they have on, like, hey, don't don't you be giving haircuts? Yeah, <laughs> we like better a, not like catch you. Wow, that's so Henry the health, horse. What's he doing? It's gonna here? be a big health scare if you know if we got people that you know. You may have a funny looking haircut, but it's not gonna hurt you. No, right? No. Isn't that like a problem that would solve itself? Like people walking around with bad haircuts. That seems to be like this problem that would solve itself. Yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, the guys zooming in from their uh, home studios. Uh, this is. Speedy live in studio. Rick joins us in studio at top of the hour, and Bubba will be zooming in as well. It's the Good Friday edition here of the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba. show the two sexiest fat men alive there i am doing it there all my buddies are they're doing it too all doing it together we sure are and we thank you for being a part of the old rick and bubba show here it is the kickoff hour and we're live this portion of the show brought to you by our friends at therabreath that's right they're back and uh we're now being told uh, to wear protective face masks outside wherever you go well, you know what that means when you wear those masks. Yep, you're smelling your own breath. It's giving you a glimpse into what other people are smelling. You're like, oh wow, I didn't know it was that bad. I know it's I, it's not it's uncomfortable to talk about. I get it. Millions of people in a hundred different countries have used their clinically proven Therabreath formulas, and you know you can go out and grab the Therabreath products at well over a hundred different retailers across the nation, including Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, Target, Publix. 
Kroger, Winn-Dixie, and more. So when you're out getting uh, those items uh, as you're quarantined, don't forget that breath. Uh, you can also go online to therabreath.com. That's therabreath.com because you can buy it online or directly uh, at uh, therabreath.com or in the store as well. So tell them Rick and Bubba sent you. They've got a ton of different products uh, that will help you get through each and every day. Uh, buy some today, folks, at therabreath.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, uh, we're rolling back. Rick, uh, Rick and Bubba will join us here at top of the hour. And uh, Helmsy and Greg and, uh, and Adler are joining us right now in their Zoom studios. Uh, and yesterday uh, I got a, an interesting text, and I know you did as well, Greg, uh, that, um, that, that Helmsy uh, said, hey, I've, I've gotten my quarterly 911 call. In uh, because that's what we he's always a, joke with. He's you abusing on. the system again. Yeah, I know. I don't know if it was because your neighbors were leaving too many times out of the driveway or what. Uh, because we have neighbors tattling on each other now. Nine one one is asked. Please don't call us about that. Um, but so I'm sure it's not that. What happened? Well, that's what I was going to say. Let's not let's not be too quick to judge on this, guys. Y'all don't know what happened. This this was a legitimate. I think y'all will both agree that, or all three of you will agree that this was a legitimate nine one one call. Now, mm-hmm. now, just for an update, last time you did this, there was a man walking in traffic, right? Yes, in no. the middle, of, basically the middle of the night, Greg. Yeah, on a major interstate. Major highway, yeah, major interstate, and uh, it was I sixty five. For those of you that that, I mean, not don't think was walking like on the edge. I'm talking about in the middle. Yeah, he was in of the, of the not three. sure what he was doing, right? No. And I just felt like I needed to call, and so that was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And how do you yeah. how do you when you say? Hey, do you go, hey, man, it's Helmsy. I mean, they go, hey, buddy. Do they do that? <laughs> I mean, again, wasting our time as usual. Right. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> uh, How are the kids so, doing? Are they grown? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yesterday I was standing in the kitchen. Oh, with you need my- a haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last night. That's uh, a big mic you're using on Zoom. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay, yeah. go ahead. Y'all done? Yeah, y'all go ahead. I'm done? sorry. This is serious, y'all. Um, it was a serious moment. It was, uh, so it was really right at dark and all of a sudden I hear just awful noise. I thought one of the kids had done something outside because the girls were outside. You got mad. And and Amanda was walking out as this was happening. So when she opened the door, the noise inside was even, even more loud than it would have been, you know, otherwise. And I and at first I didn't I didn't think anything of it. I thought, well, Amanda just went outside. It's probably one of the kids doing something, tore up another thing, and all of a sudden Braden comes running in the kitchen and he goes, "Dad, get outside! Somebody's had a wreck." Oh no! And I thought, well, that's not good. So I threw on some shoes and sprinted up there and at the top of the hill and and guys. All right. First of all, it was a one car accident and the guy was fine. I want to be honest. I want to be on one car. What do you hit? Okay. So this is where it gets interesting. And to this, this day, I do not know. So when I get up there, his car is turned out. Think about Nate. People are not going to know this, but there's a, you guys will, there's a huge steep, you know, where we pulled the tree out speedy. Yes. That's where he wrecked. That curve bothers me. It scares me. He death. ran off it, in there. If somebody's not well, paying attention, they'll go off, man. The girl said that he he evidently hit a curve or something or a curb uh, and spun the car around. He flattened and messed up his front right, and it was an SUV. His front 
front right to where it would, you could not drive it. Ooh. And it and it was in the middle, like horizontal in the middle of the lane coming down that hill. Well, he just he instead of trying to move it, he just puts it in park. And I said, sir, he's wearing a mask, which to me that made it even no. better. Okay. I, I'm sorry. He was clearly <laughs> fooling with his mask when he read. I, and probably, so probably. Here's here's another thing. He didn't speak English very well, so that made it better. Oh. Behind the mask, trying and to speak. And it was an Indian type accent. Mm-hmm. I'm no linguist, but I, I'm I'm thought I was picking up Indian there. Mm-hmm. Do you smell curry? You know, because <laughs> they like, eat that Greg, food. Greg, like Indian, not. like a like a dot, like a dot, or like Indian, yes. like a feather. Yeah, yes. yeah, not like oh, I, like me, Rick. I, I'm picturing Iron Eyes Cody right now. Yeah. That's the guy that used to cry when I threw trash right. out. Just in case you Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It wasn't. It wasn't Chief Osceola. It was the other. Oh, okay. Help me. Uh, I don't know what to do. That's there. You go. Mm-hmm. You, you're getting mm-hmm. it. And so I just gotta, put it in park. I'm about probably 70, 80 yards from him. Now, are you caring him. as much as you need to, or does he sense that you don't care and you're disturbed no, by I'm, it? No, I'm actually caring, and he's not giving me a whole lot. Like, okay. I'm asking him, hey, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? Yes, well, well, I'm well, I'm well. What, buddy, all- that was Native American, that, I think. You that, just does sound, that does sound like a howl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Are you sure? Yeah, I'm. <laughs> you sure it wasn't ten bears? <laughs> I'm wrecking man. Sorry, sir. Nice haircut. Here's what Peggy I need: bears will kill only the deer he needs. <laughs> You're buzz cut man. <laughs> Here is when I knew you've already been scalped. <laughs> okay, Greg. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> Here, here is what I knew we had a language issue <laughs> when I said, do you want to try to pull it down here into this um, pullover so that you're not in the street? How? Well, well, I'm well. And I'm like, his only well so he was a loud talker. Answer. And I was, well, at least I said, he was well. <laughs> yeah. And so He's at that point, way. was he doing the well. thumbs up like you just did? I'm well. At that, at that, yes, he was. He's giving me a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I thought, do I call 911? And then a car come flying down the hill and nearly hit him. And I thought, I got I got to call somebody. Because mm. he wasn't calling. He was on the phone, but he wasn't calling 911. He was trying. He was calling like a record service. And y'all should have heard that conversation. Now, do you yeah. still have his mask on the whole time? The whole time. He the- never took his mask oh, off. Oh, my goodness. And so, um, I read- then, evidently, the person that was behind him now look, I don't know that he was intoxicated. I'm not going to speculate. Oh on wow! That. Okay, he couldn't but, do a breathalyzer through that mask. But, but what's funny is, well, I don't know if it's funny or not, but there was a guy that pulled back down the hill, and he said, "Hey, I was behind him. You need to call the police, or I will." The guy's clearly drunk. Oh, was he drunk or texting? And I will say that this. looks the same sometimes. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, exactly, it just because he's swerving, he he's probably yeah. you know not paying. He's either adjusting his mask or he's looking at his text. Yeah, or and, he's been getting into he's been getting into the fire water. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and so I so look, I called nine one one, and I just said, "Hey, look, guys, there is there's been a one car accident. The guy's fine." Is that how you said it? Look, guys. Yeah, okay. I, that's exactly how I said it. Right. I said. um, He's perfectly fine. 
I said, uh, but I'm concerned that the car is about to be hit. And for some reason, he's still in it and he's in the middle of the road. And uh, at this point, other neighbors start walking out mm. and um, <laughs> they, they, they start calling me, but I'm on the phone with 911. And I said, look, I said, I, I'm not. I'm not going to speculate. I said a guy did pull up that was was right behind him. He came. He took the time to come back, circle around, and tell me that the guy was driving erratically around. There may be something wrong with him. I said I'm going to be honest with you. I I think it's a language barrier. He doesn't understand me. I said, but something's not right. Obviously, he keeps screaming, "I'm well, I'm well," and that's all he'll give me. And I said, I've, I've tried to get him to move the car. He won't. I don't know if that's because the car will not move or he just doesn't want to bring it down here. And so he finally, instead of, he he had it in the middle, like in the middle lane, going right up the hill. Mm. And he tried to move it over into somebody's yard and he couldn't. So now he's even in a worse situation because if you were coming down that hill, you could dodge him left or right if you saw it. Now he's, He's angled the SUV to where mm. it's horizontal, blocking the entire lane. I'm in big handle. <laughs> and so, I, and I'll be honest, it took the police a little longer than it needed to for them to get there. I mean, yeah, I, I, I bet. It, and and then once they got there, they didn't turn their lights on or anything. There was a conversation. Oh, you were disappointed mm. after calling 911. Well, I didn't, I mean, here's the thing. If a car, and it's dark at this point, okay, keep that in mind. If a, if a car is blocking one lane on a big hill and a curve that you can't see, probably won't turn your police lights on. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not trying to tell the guy what to do. It's his Put job. I, I, thought, I thought, my goodness, somebody, you and that flashlight's not going to get it done when they come flying down that hill. No. <clears throat> and finally, about five. So you're mad at the police. Yeah. Five to seven minutes later. Um, They're like, sorry, Sergeant. Oh, and listen, this is when it got good too, because the evidently he was on the phone. I want to say it was a record service. It was somebody to come get his car out. And he ran over to the police officer. Now keep in mind, there's no social distance going on, even though he's, he's running over to the police officer, trying to hand him this old flip phone and, and screaming, not screaming, but he's loud to the cop. Can you tell this person where I'm at? Can you tell this person where I'm at? So I don't know if he didn't know like the address or Finn. he didn't, or he was so intoxicated, he didn't know where he was at. I Finn. don't know. Send smoke signal. I need help. Well, if he was driving around in that neighborhood, why would he not know where he was? You right. know, well, that, you're he, clearly xenophobic. I get that. And that's why y'all were mad about it. Yeah. Get but, him out of here. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, hey, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Love yeah. it or leave it, pal. Right. But hey, well, you know, I've always been concerned about the turn there at your house that somebody's just not gone off, you know, straight well, up. Somebody. Somebody has told us, and I, I again, I don't know if this is true, but somebody has told us that it's happened before. Right. We'll be right back and discuss it more. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Feeling like a hero, but I can't fly. No, you never crash if you don't try. To the edge now, I know I'd never gonna live if you're too scared to die. Eight minutes till top of the hour, Rick and Bubba show live. Thank you for being a part of it. Stretch Armstrong, he's your intern running back and forth from the TV room to call screening room. 866 Weeby Big, the uh, 
the number to reach the uh, Rick and Bubba show. RickandBubba.com, our website. Go there to find out all you need to know about the show. Hey, uh, as we move on here, good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, and we will have the Easter story today. James Spann scheduled to, to zoom in. Uh, we got a lot to talk to him about. Uh, not only the Easter forecast for uh, a large portion of the country, uh, but also <laughs> what he's doing in the old Zoom world. And I understand it's pretty entertaining. Rick's got some information on that. Also, the Wheel of Meat's going to spin. We know that because it hadn't spun yet this week. Uh, so that's there. So a lot happening today here on the Rick and Bubba show. So we've got the guys uh, of the Good Time Gang uh, zooming in. We've got Greg, Helmsy, and Adler. They're ready to go. Adler switching from the house. So Helms uh, called 911 about a wreck that was in front of his house, and there was a language barrier to where he was trying to communicate with the guy. He realized he was okay, uh, and the uh, the police ended up coming and looked like taking over the situation and you said you didn't want to be a creeper out there. You eventually, eventually you kind of went back in. You didn't just stand there anymore. Yeah. The thing I don't like about uh, these type deal is there's no closure. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if the guy was arrested or they just simply towed his car away and he went on about his day. I I, I don't know. I, I, I noticed most of the other neighbors were going in. So I didn't want to be that guy that just kept standing out there. The girls were standing out there with me. Matter of fact, Maddie, this is why I called 911. Maddie said, Dad, I didn't know people could drive that fast. And I thought, well, that's oh, weird. Wow. She sees a lot of cars go by being out here, and, and she's never said that. And that the man that came back, he mentioned that as well. He said, look, I've been living around here a long time. I've never seen anybody drive that fast on this road. So I don't know if, you know, I don't know what he was doing. But I have no closure. I don't know what happened. I don't know the end result. And you you were really wanting to call nine one one because you hadn't done it in a while. Mm-hmm. So you, when you saw the opportunity, you had your phone out immediately yeah. with your hand hovering above it, just right. waiting. Yeah. And all you had to hear was speed and a little out of control. Mm-hmm. I would have hung around though and watched him do the walk the line test, and you know when you touch your nose and all that. Oh, I would heck yeah! I'd have gone and gotten the lawn chairs and just sat down out there by the post oh, o- yes. by the mailbox. I mean, I know a little. Well, to be honest, I I nearly did not call. I I, did, I really didn't want to call. Uh, because of, and Amanda actually got, she's like, I'm calling if you don't. And I'm like, Amanda, oh, wow. let's figure out what's going on. And I think it was more about him being in the middle of the road than anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, I mean, seriously, I thought there were several times when I thought, Hey, and it took a vehicle flying down the road and nearly hitting the police officer in the other vehicle for that police officer to actually move his car and put it in a position and turn his lights on. Hmm. So anyway, well, at least you have a little bit of entertainment, man. Break up the monotony a little bit. That's a My good goodness. point. Yeah. Uh, the so other, the other day, the yeah, other it was day, an exciting I day. I, I went outside the other day just to watch the garbage truck. Just <laughs> anything. And, and did you, you went back to your childhood? Did you, you wave at him. Love the garbage truck. <laughs> uh, well. It's funny because we have some uh, some of the guys that that do that uh, for a living, and they've texted us and they've said or emailed us and they've said, "Look, don't forget us. We're out here." Because everybody's at home, they got twice as much garbage, and we're oh yeah. we're working every day out here, uh, and so we got quite the little handle. Um, you know, yesterday we almost had a situation. I mean, straight up talking about driving fast and coming around a corner uh, at the Oak Cove. Uh, you know, we'll get out and walk. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll walk, and neighbors will walk, and you know, it's amazing when, in, with something like this. You kind of actually get it's sad, but you get to know your neighbors uh, because. 
you're each standing in the front yard ha- having a conversation, you know, so we a- actually know their name and what they do for a living and, and uh, meeting oh, the family. Oh, you're in members. heaven. You love that. Yeah. You love that. And, uh, and so Terry, uh, Terry said, hey, it's, it, let's go for a walk. And so I'm like, okay, let's do this. And we, there was a little bit of, um, I wouldn't say confusion, but uh, maybe a debate on the, the, the route we would take. I was hoping that we would just loop the cove, uh, you know, which is a cul-de-sac, and just keep looping it because five times is a mile. And I'm like, let's just, you know, stay here. It's almost dark. And she's like, no, nah, I really want to go walk the hill. Now, the hill is about a half a mile away, and it's straight up to another road. And you've got to get real serious about it. You know, I mean, you can't talk going up the hill. You run out of breath and all that. About halfway there, because she won that, you know, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. So we have a car, and I've, I, you know, I always try to walk against traffic, and the road that we walk on is really not that busy. So you, you sometimes you go for a walk, and you don't even see a car on the road, especially now when, you know, not many people are out. Well, this one guy was coming around the corner, and he was not paying attention. And for the first time, I had to grab Terry, and we literally almost dove into the grass. And, and when he gets to about uh, maybe 50 yards from us, he sees us and swerves over and does the, hey, my bad. And I'm like, my bad. So I hadn't had to do this in a long time when he, was, <laughs> when he got paused. I was the guy standing in the middle of the road with his, my hands out wide. I know he could see me in the rearview mirror going, are you serious? But Terry kind of froze because we didn't know what to do. He was coming at us, and we're like, all right, do we go in the grass? But then he kind of turned the wheel and jerked it, and I thought, well, now it looks like he's going to go into the grass. What do we do? And luckily he got it together. But I thought for a split second there, we're in the handle. Do you think that he thinks you overreacted? No, uh, no, oh not not at all. Golly, buddy, I, I wasn't that close. I think yeah, he you put may his, have. You, I, you, you're subject to overreact. Ha, ha, has no, not not that. I mean, you got my. Well, you know, I mean, and but, I don't think you're this person, Speedy. But I have noticed people have no social awareness when it comes to walking. This mm-hmm. walk the middle of the road. They yeah. I know that's not your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That is nothing. But we need a public service announcement for these people out there walking that had I mean, hey, get over. Yeah. And left much, side, left side, yeah, left, left side. Have you called nine one one over that? Yeah, plus uh, you realize how many people text when they drive when you're walking or running too, because they're not paying attention to anything they're doing. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, and hopefully you'll join us today on this Good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show all across the country uh, with 866-WE-BE-BIG. That'll be the number. Looking forward to chatting with you today. We start this hour with a national anthem. Here's Jordan Sparks.
Sparks, thank you uh, for the national anthem. We, uh, we will unpack the latest updates uh, around the country and around the world involving the pandemic. Uh, as I mentioned, starting the hour, it is Good Friday. Uh, that will add to um, the bizarreness for so many people, as it has already for our, our Jewish brothers and sisters with Passover. But now here we go into the... Uh, to the weekend, Good Friday today, as we remember uh, the crucifixion as the debt for sin was paid for the entire world and, and all who uh, are willing to repent and be redeemed. And then Sunday, we'll celebrate the resurrection, uh, completing uh, the mission to save the world. And normally, this is a time that people get together. Uh, so we'll talk about that, some of the uh, ways te- with through technology you still will Try to spend time with uh, extended family and friends. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we'll certainly remember uh, this historic event today. Uh, we will do that. We've been doing that for many years here on the program. Uh, so we'll do that today. Wheel of Meat will spend the day. We've put toilet paper on the wheel. Uh, I don't know about some of you out there. I know it's not as big a story as it was, but the grocery store near Star House has yet to have toilet paper. Uh, we still, if you if you try to go to our grocery store down the street. Uh, I guess it comes in sometimes. We never hit that window. So so we've had to find other ways to, to find toilet paper. Wherever we see a roll, we grab it. So uh, that will be on the wheel today, so it may land on toilet paper, so don't miss that. Uh, out all across uh, the different parts of the state of Alabama, we have Helmsy, Greg, and Adler. Uh, we have Speedy and Stretch Armstrong here in the studio with yours truly. And then let's bring in, uh, also on location, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together and welcome Bill Bubba Bussy! What's up, Rick? How are you? Friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere, welcome to the Good Friday edition of the Pandemic Rick and Bubba show. <laughs> Alone in my sorrow and dead in my sin. Thank you, Jesus. Lost without hope, no place to begin. Your love made a way to let mercy come in. When death was arrested and my life began. Ash was redeemed, only beauty remained. And my orphan heart was given a name. My morning grew quiet, my feet rose to dance. When death was arrested, my life began. Everybody singing it. Oh, your grace, so. Washes over me. Thank you, Jesus. You have made me new. Now life begins with you. It's your endless love pouring down on us. You have made us new. And 
And there it is. That uh, is a great uh, – that's North Point Worship, their version of it, and it's live. If you've never heard that recording of uh, Death Was Arrested, Ooh, it's a great one. Bubba, how are you today? Happy Good Friday. Well, back at you, Rick. I'm doing great. I hope you're doing good. I hope everybody else is doing good, uh, trying to somewhat adjust to this new normal we've been in for several weeks now. But, uh, you know, there's some good news on the horizon out there. Yep. We'll talk about that today. Uh, not only the good news of Good Friday, but uh, some good news for as the pandemic and some other stories, too. That's right. We'll, we'll unpack all that. Uh, you know, that's kind of a strange concept. We'll tell you the things we should be concerned about. We'll also let you know when there is good news. You don't have to really do only one or the other. It's probably better to understand both. Uh, so uh, so we'll definitely do that today. James Spann will join us. Uh, I know with it being uh, uh, Easter weekend, uh, normally this would be a big travel weekend. It's not going to be this year. But uh, people will be uh, uh, still wanting to know what it looks like, and he'll give you the forecast for the weekend. I knew that, you know, you think about how times were changing, and, you know, uh, Greg and I have talked openly that our mother uh, is quite the high-tech nana. And uh, so, so <laughs> oh, yeah. yesterday, and Greg, you'll, you'll get this too, I came in, and she and Sherry were on the phone, and I know our sister's talking about that we may try to put together an Easter Burgess family Zoom. We're all, we're, gonna, we're all going to Zoom, like it. and we're all going to get to see each other on Easter and say hello. So there, there could be a Burgess Easter Zoom coming up on, on Sunday. <laughs> so, I think that'd be cool, Rick. I think a lot of people will be doing that, as a matter of fact. Yep. And uh, speaking of high tech, we have uh, some innovation I see here this morning. We have Helms with a new keyed background, which is very nice, by the way. And uh, I even texted him this morning. I said, hey, do we all get one? Right. And, uh, and we got Greg who is now has a microphone. Yes, he does. He's right. even got a boom. I mean, he looks high. Man, tech, he looks man. good. Hey, it's this. I love it. Uh, the headphones game changer. I can actually hear everybody. This is really awesome. Bubba sent me the parts. I finally got it put all together and we're off and running. Greg, you sound fantastic. And I, I bet for you, like you said, the having, having look, people don't understand. I know Bubba, when we first started the show, cause you didn't want to hear yourself. <laughs> you were doing, you were doing the show without headphones. It, it's yeah. a, it, you, you just, you, you mumble a lot because you can't hear yourself yeah. and, uh, and you just don't get, you don't get the, you don't get the feel of the show. And, yeah, uh, right. yeah. So, so, so that's good. That so you're now there. Greg looks like the coach on signing day. Who's on ESPN telling them what he's doing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the look I was going for. And Bubba, I see you've <laughs> dropped your headphones and you've gone with, with ear pods. What is this you have on? Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying different things just to see what, what works. I, I'll change back and forth. The headphones get, you know, a little tiring at times and I'll go to this and yeah, but then sometimes I want to hear a little better. I'll go back to them. But so. Bubba, you know how you and I for, for 26 years, how sensitive we've been about those those type of headphones that we must have i mean oh i know, I know. but you know everything's different now so it's yeah, uh yeah. you know sure so we we have that in helms let's take a look at what you have here i know it's exciting now i know you told me yourself you are considering painting the wall i mean which that may not be good news for the audience who's wondering when when the social distancing will, will end <laughs> you you must think it's not going to end anytime soon because you're thinking of painting your wall green so you can do the, we used to, was it called kit chroma key? Yeah, key in it. Yeah. Key, K-E-Y. Yeah. Well, Rick, we've got 20 days of this left. That's and, true. And I can, if I can get the kids painting around the house, that's art project for homeschool and a green screen for me. I have actually bought the paint, bought it yesterday. And uh, that may be something we get done over the weekend. But Caroline, my 13-year-old daughter, actually created this background for me. I was talking to her about this and she said, 
Dad, I can create you a background. It's no big deal. Just send me a logo <laughs> and give me your Twitter and Instagram handle and I'll take care of it. And and if you want to make any changes to it, we can certainly do it. It took her like eight minutes to put this together. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's like it is at my house. Uh, just like I was talking about, everybody, I heard everybody discussing and trying to figure out Zoom and all this when I said for Easter. And I said, hey, guys, just hold up. Just go get Brody. I said he'll set our, our meeting up and we'll do all that. Don't don't worry about that. I mean, Helms, I don't know if you need to paint it. It's keying awful good. Yeah, it? yeah, it, it, it is. It's taking your ears away a little bit, like uh, they all of those backgrounds do, but but not yeah. bad. It still looks really good. Yeah. So we'll be back. Sixteen minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. And Bubba Show. I can see Jesus high and exalted. My eyes are fixed upon his face. It shines like 23 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. So let's let's jump into the uh, the daily updates of the pandemic uh, and kind of where we are. And we, we get our pressure every day. Uh, yesterday they talked a little more. Uh, uh, economics, um, you know, a little more balance uh, of economics with all the medical updates and and Bubba, we we have some we have some good news. I mean, it, let, let's let's yeah, talk. Let's it, uh, let's give everybody the numbers uh, just so we know where we're at. Uh, and these are round figures: six hundred. I'm sorry, four hundred and sixty-nine thousand cases here in the continental U.S. Sixteen point seven thousand deaths. So uh, that's still bad. Uh, sure. And every one of those are important, but uh, the numbers are, are, you know, what we have to track. Um, but the good news is the revision started out at 2 million, then it was down to 200, uh, then 100,000, and now we're even below that in the, in the 50 to 60 range I saw on one estimate. So, yeah, and I think something um, needs to be made clear, and it finally was yesterday. It, the only number that did not include mitigation was the 2.2. All the numbers right. after that did include that. So right. we're, we're not right. just down from, you know, oh, well, we're down because we did the social distancing. That is still true, but it don't say that, well, these num- these big numbers were all based on us doing nothing. No, they weren't. The only one that was based on doing nothing was the 2.2 million. All right. the others, right. and then, you know, the, all the others included model, the social distancing. Yeah, a model is a guess. Yeah, and then as the real numbers have come in, uh, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt at this point. I know there's more and more suspicion of what's going on every day in the government, but um, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. It looks like what we have been doing, the sacrifice we all have made. Sure is working so it's not done yet but uh, at some point they'll have to decide where do the lines cross and trump yesterday uh, floated up and 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 they're mentioning the date may 1st and i think that was a test balloon to see what kind of pushback they would get on it i think uh, if these numbers keep coming down i think that you're going to see us in this uh and and go back to work at least on some scale, May the 1st, I think the worst case scenario is Trump may give them another week uh, 
after that, it may be, uh, you know, just, just kind of for icing on the cake, but I, I think they're ready to, to get this back. He's got the task force working on it. His approval numbers are, uh, are inching up again to historic for him. And so, uh, I think you're going to, you're going to see that uh, happen soon. The, the Democrats in the Senate blocked the additional 250 billion that they were trying to put on the paycheck protection program. And, uh, so that, you know, we're back to politics as usual in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the Dems are wanting a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, the, the Republicans are saying this bill is for this, this only, we're not going to play that game. Right. And, uh, the demos have blocked it effectively. So, um, you know, that's kind of where we are on the big picture of it in Washington. Yeah. And, and that, that's, uh, you, you hit on it. I think there, there, I think there was a time our country during times of crisis and war, we were able to be, um, take all of our bias politically away. I think that day is over. I don't think there'll ever be any scenario since this one isn't because I don't know if you could get any, any worse than this, you know, and, 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 and war, these two things we've shown that the political moves and the bias will remain even in this. So that probably tells us that the ship has sailed. There is no scenario where everybody says, let's, let's throw politics aside. So you just work within that and do what you think you have to do. That's what leadership has to do. And uh, you work and try to do what you think is best. But I think the good news is, back to what we said before, is the reason why I think they're starting to say that, that May may be hopeful uh, is the fact that, you know, like I said, the, the number, the 2.2 is the only one that had no social distancing. So we'll never know what would have happened if we didn't social right. distance. There's no way to do a double blind test in this. But, I mean, but, we, but, but the ones they got, the 240,000, and a hundred thousand that was all based on social distancing being factored in. So the good news is even what they thought social distancing could accomplish, it far exceeded even what they thought. And I, and I give Fauci credit. He said, look, guys, models change when data comes in. Data is the only truth. It's like we say before, what you say is not true. What you do is what's true. The only way to know what the truth is is when the actual data starts coming in. Everything else is just a guess. And then the models adjust to data because data is king, models are not. I think, too, I think they're shocked at how well the Americans have stayed at home. I mean, you look at the French Quarter, you look at Times Square, places that are usually just bustling, there's nobody there. Streets of L.A., nobody there. And I think that probably overall we have done a better job at it at, than what they thought we could do. Yeah, and then you then the, then that gets into the question: How do you release the economy? How do you right. ease people back into it? And the data should help us with that. I mean, every single life is important, and there is no scenario where you go, "Well, if we do this right here, nobody dies." And that's the thing that President Trump has to be willing to endure, because I know how the Democrats are going to work. And I heard this mentioned yesterday, and this person was 100% right. And Trump knows this. I think, I think he's savvy enough to know this. But the first person that dies after May 1, when the economy goes on, will be blamed on Trump. So, oh, yeah. so er- yeah, once, sure. the, once the economy starts, every death that, can, that happens de- once we turn the economy back on, every one of those deaths will be blamed on the Trump administration. So the Trump administration has to be willing to endure that. And the American people have to be willing to understand that. Yeah, I I think you're going to see some kind of stage start over a week, maybe. I I don't know if they're going to 
ask people who are a little bit older to stay out an extra few days or what they're going to do, but I think they'll they'll ease us into it. Well, and it may be you get into personal responsibility. If you've got all these health issues that are the overwhelming majority of the deaths, and if you are in a certain age that also you've got to make your own decisions and then the rest of the economy has to go back to work and you've got to make your own decision about protecting yourself. Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. I know that um, you know there's a lot going on involving um, people trying to save money and hey, what about this? And man, I don't want to have that expense. Well, now more than ever would be a great time for you to remember. Uh, that you know, believe it or not, you are going to get in that automobile, and you're going to start driving at that automobile at uh, the level you once did. That day is coming, uh, but no matter how much you're driving it, let's face it, the automobile could have something go wrong. Even if you're saying, "I just got to run to the grocery store and look at an empty shelf where toilet paper should be," whatever the case may be, uh, if uh, your your automobile's got more than five thousand miles on it. Odds are it is no longer under the manufacturer's warranty, so anything that happens that automobile is going to be your issue. Uh, but if you went to carshield.com or called 1-800-CAR-6000, take the promo code Bubba, we'll get you 10% off whatever protection plan you choose. Uh, you can get a protection plan from CarShield, and then they will um, you know, place your automobile under their protection plan, and then if it's a covered repair, uh, they will deal directly with the mechanic that you choose or I choose uh, or the dealership that I prefer, uh, and your car will go there. Uh, they'll deal with them. They'll pay them directly, uh, no cost to you, and you'll get a rental car at no additional cost as well. So which protection plan do you need? Well, go look and see what they have. Carshield.com or call 1-800-CAR-6000. If you use the promo code Bubba, you'll save yourself 10%, and there's a link as well at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so, um, Bubba, you I, and the guys, we, we love Mark Levin, the great one. The great one. So, you know, we're getting to the point now, and I'm not saying that it's uh, that all of it's warranted, but, uh, you know, it's like anything else. You can get people to sit around and, and do things and keep listening and keep listening. And then as the data, which is the truth, not models, the data uh, is the truth, you know, and, and you see people like I, I talked to another person uh, yesterday that has zero income, none. Okay, I'm making no money. Uh, my business is deemed an essential, uh, not not essential. Police came in, told us to close. Uh, that was kind of eerie and creepy. Uh, and uh, and now I have no income to speak of. I, I I hope that one day I can have income again. Of course, they're trying to adjust and find ways right. to make in, uh, have income other ways. So then, you know, Americans kind of get to the point which I think is what made us great. Now you're, you're forbidden to do it anymore. And that is to, to critically think about anything. Uh, Mark Levin doesn't care what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. And, and so he was with Hannity and he said, if he could talk to the doctors, he would like to ask him some questions, right? Is that it, Bubba? Yeah. And I look the fair questions. I, I like the doctors. I think they're doing a good job, sure. but Mark brings up some good points that needs to be answered. Yeah. Okay. So here it is. Courtesy of Hannity and Fox news. Here's Mark Levin. Thank you for everything you're doing. I can see on your faces how hard you're working. God bless you. And thank God Joe Biden's not in there. He'd be calling in the nation's top proctologist. He wouldn't know what the hell's going on. Anyway, let me, I have some questions that I wanted to ask 
these doctors if I were there at the press conference. Very serious questions that have been uh, concerning me. This mitigation issue, as an example, they tell you to hunker down. I wonder how long are we supposed to hunker down till? Every single human being doesn't get the virus or can't get the virus because this is a very important question. And what happens after we're done hunkering down? Doesn't that mean millions of people never had the virus because they successfully hunkered down? Doesn't that mean millions of people will be highly susceptible to getting it again or getting it a first time? They're not developing an immunity. In fact, tens of millions of Americans as a result of this mitigation that Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks are focused on will not have developed any immunity to this. Isn't this why, Dr. Fauci, if I'm asking him questions, you keep saying this will be seasonal? Don't you really mean mitigation today eliminates the herd immunity necessary for this society to kill the virus broadly once and for all? Isn't this why you say in the future, don't shake hands? Aren't you really saying in the future, don't touch surfaces, doorknobs, uh, tabletops? Uh, because you know that shaking hands is fine if both people have had the virus. But if somebody hasn't and somebody does, then that virus will be obviously uh, uh, traveling along. And so that applies to any surface then. So it's an acknowledgement when I listen carefully to what Fauci and Burke say, that even this period of time, what they're suggesting is not going to address this virus for the full period. Your mitigation strategy accounts for none of this. Why are you unwilling to acknowledge that there are businesses today, I've asked both these doctors, that can mitigate and remain open and encourage governors and mayors to allow them to do so? You never even address this issue. Why aren't you uh, issuing guidelines to states and localities to help them do that? There's thousands of small businesses, medium-sized businesses, large businesses who can chew, and walk, uh, chew gum and walk at the same time, who can mitigate and remain open. They're there now. We see them. What happens, I would ask the doctors, to societies when there's 10, 20, 25 percent unemployment, hundreds of thousands of businesses closures, home foreclosures, bankruptcies? What happens to the health care system then? We're going through this now. What happens to the quality of medical care, death rates, etc.? Obviously, they skyrocket. Are you tracking the number of people who might have lived but for the directive against so-called elective surgery, uh, individuals with heart disease, cancer, diabetes, etc. What are the number of suicides so far, February and March, uh, that have uh, occurred? We have no idea. How many people who had the coronavirus are living today because they used hydroxychloroquine? Are they tracking that? They've been very, very ambiguous about this. I think it's a perfectly good question. I would ask Dr. Burks, you're the, you're the top modeler there. Have you been using the same model from the start? You've said in the course of 20 days that 1.5 to 2.1 million people could have died without mitigation. A week ago, you said 100,000 to 240,000. Now, around 60,000. There's something terribly wrong with the model, not just the data. And you say this is due to mitigation. That's one of the reasons it's come down significantly. Maybe so. But three weeks ago, there was a brilliant Stanford professor, an expert by every definition, who wrote a public piece that the data you're using is faulty. It's not accurate. And his conclusion three weeks ago, 
is that the death rates that, that you're talking about were wildly off. So uh, why is he right and why were you wrong? Another professor from Yale, again, another top expert and known as such, said three weeks ago that uh, uh, what you should be focusing on is the vulnerable populations and the vulnerable communities rather than the entire nation, which has enormous societal, cultural, and economic impact, which we're now seeing take place. Why were you right and why was he wrong? Um, some governors have attempted to do exactly that and to fairly good uh, outcomes. The governor of Florida, the governor of Texas, the governor of Georgia have all been working kind of on that model and have nothing like what's going on in New York and some of these other areas, Louisiana. And I want to talk about the economy quickly. Real quick, uh, to be clear, President Trump hasn't shut a single business. The governors do. So I want to ask the Maduro Republicans and Democrats in Congress, massive deficit spending. Can you name one country, just one, today or in the past, that has grown and created jobs through massive deficit spending inflation? I can name 20 that haven't. Cut it out. Get the people back to work. Open up these states. These businesses can walk and chew gum at the same time. That's it. There it is. Well, and and those are the questions. And those are the questions that, that have to be asked. I mean, I kept thinking in my head, grocery stores sure have been able to function uh, with just some level-headed common sense. Uh, those people are working; their jobs are fine. Uh, and I, I'm I'm kind of like Levin. I think there are a lot of businesses that could use common sense and should have never been shut down. Yeah, I don't I don't think the doctors are up to no good. I think they're dealing with something that all of us are dealing with. And I've mentioned this several times, but pandemic, by definition, is out of control. I yeah, mean, it's yeah, sure. uh, something nobody saw coming. You can't be prepared for it. And I think they're doing the best they can. But I think as, as we go on, those are fair questions. And you made a great point, Rick. The grocery stores seem to have mastered this. Yep. We don't hear them as death traps. People are not dropping like flies that work there. Right. Uh, Amazon, the shipping places, uh, Walmart, uh, the restaurants who are doing curb service are not, we're not seeing mass infections or, or sickness there. Yeah. So they, they are people who are working through this. Yeah. If and we, if we were supposed to store is the prime example. Yeah. And, and on that example, if, the, if, if, if this was the way it was portrayed, you got to shut everything down. Everybody get away from each other. Go away, different. Do all this. Then we should not be able. A grocery store should be able to function. There ought to be employees in the hospital and at home sick everywhere, and they're not. And yeah, and, well, and all I'm they're not, all they're doing is just using common sense. Uh, they're adjusting to what they're doing. But we shouldn't be able to have a grocery store if it's as bad as it's being portrayed. You shouldn't be able to have people in their work. Grocery stores working. is the focus because you got people coming in. Yeah. Now I've seen they're they're doing some really clever things. They're they're making one way aisles. I don't know if yeah, you've seen this. I did, and they put up the so people the, are not crossing, and they they're just going you know like a maze through there. They've got a plexi screen. They have you coming yeah. in and out one entrance. They have a person that wipes off the buggies and the baskets. Yeah, you know what that that need, all needs to be done, and apparently it's effective. Yeah, and I'm not saying we shouldn't. You know, if you're out of control, sometimes you have to tap the brakes. So. We'll see how all this plays out, but I, I do think that we've got to get back to work. Yeah, I think what we're saying is, like, I'm not sitting there and vilifying the people that have done so far. What I'm saying is this can't go on, and I think we all agree with this. This can't go on. Uh, it can't. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, the Good Friday edition. Uh, thank you for being with us. We'll talk to Span coming up next hour. He'll kind of give you an idea about uh, the Easter weekend. And for some people, there is a chance of some severe weather uh, on Resurrection Sunday. So we will talk about that coming up with him. Oh, wait a minute. Look out. Wait a The wonderful will of meat from what we can gather. This is another one of those things that sets the Rick and Bubba show apart from all the other choices out there. Do the other choices have a will of meat? Uh, We have a will. It is a prize will here in the broadcast plaza and teleport. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, you see it illuminated behind me. Uh, And uh, we will spin this baby. It does have meat on it from our friends. Uh, at uh, harryanddavid.com, delivering meat directly to the door. Uh, we also have uh, Rick and Bubba items on the wheel. 1-800-Flowers.com uh, has bouquets of flowers on the wheel. Uh, Moultrie has some uh, hunting and fishing items on the wheel, meaning uh, the camera and the feeder. And Bubba, we have added to the wheel during the pandemic two rolls of toilet paper. Well, it's just our way of giving, Rick. And I want to point out, too, of all the other broadcast outlets in the country, this is TV, radio, uh, cable, uh, network, local. This is the only show that could make the transition from serious conversation about doctors and questions about pandemic to giving away meat on a giant wheel. That's right. You know what we did? We said we're in a life and death situation, but you know what? You know what other people need? They need to win meat. They need to win products, and they may need toilet paper. So so we 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 transition no other show bubba none I I have zero hesitation saying that that there's no other show on the planet today that will transition talk about it they wouldn't even talk about that, it they would transition from pandemic update okay to unprecedented panic across our country into the will of meat and then at one point we will we'll be talking about this We'll be, we may be cooking spiral dogs today. We may be in there talking about Adler's uh, real dogs. And in the very next segment, we're going to present the entire message uh, that is that is Good Friday and Jesus going to the cross to pay the debt of sin for the entire world. All that, one, have, all that in one show. You've got to have a lot of pitches to throw, Rick. you got to have a lot of pitches. Do you really think? I, I don't know of any show that, that makes those kind of, uh, of wide sweeps, do y'all? I, I, I don't know of any. That's why I love the show. That's, I do too. That's why I've been here 26 years. You know what? You remember the guy said, I, I love the product so much, I bought the company. How about this? <laughs> yeah. I, I love this show so much, I decided to be one of the hosts on it. That's okay. Right. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's, let's go. You know, nobody else was doing the show we wanted to hear. We just said, hey, we'll right. do it. That's right. You're right. That's what happened. All right. Let's go to Angela in the Show Me State of Missouri. Speedy's got the will. Angela, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a will. Come on, Speedy. Trumpy Bears taking a look. His approval rating is up. He's handling the pandemic. So here we go. Hand of truth, Bubba. And, you know, hand of truth right now could be uncomfortable for some people. Yeah, you got to watch the hand of truth. Yeah, he's got some truth today that may be difficult. Here we go. Uh, come on. No! Oh! Meat, 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 yeah. meat, meat. It is meat. It is meat. We love so, Angela, we'll put you on hold. Harryanddavid.com will give you a $50 gift certificate uh, for you to use however you want to and uh, enjoy those delicious meats, and they'll send it right to your door, okay? 
Thank you. Uh, Harryanddavid.com, perfect for pandemic. Trent, out of Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, men, can you name some of the famous citizens of Philadelphia, Mississippi? Uh, we got Marty Stewart. Yeah, Marty Stewart's one, Greg. Philadelphia, uh, uh, Marcus Dupree. Marcus Dupree. Out of boy. Greg. All right, all right uh, Trent. What do when you, you say, Marty Stewart? Do you mean the singer or my neighbor about two slews up? Yeah, I, I, I think we're talking the singer. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what do you say to Speedy over there, Trent? Wow, what a wheel. Speedy. Oh, a little finesse on the wheel, Trent. We'll see if it produces anything for you. All right, Trent. All right, let's see, Trent. Oh, me for you, it. too, here. Yeah. Hey, we go, Trent. More meat. You get meat, too, Trent. Thank you, thank you. Uh, 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 the Will of Meats living up to its name today, Bubsy. Uh, and, boys, uh, so you get a, a $50 gift card from harryanddavid.com. Hope uh, you have a, a great day on a Good Friday today. Uh, the good news uh, that your sins were paid for today, Trent. Uh, and, all right, let's put you on hold, and we'll uh, get all your information and, and send that to you. Uh, well, let's continue. Let's go to Rich. Hey, uh, every time I say Rich, I think of, uh, of Tommy. Hey, hey Rick, uh, why don't you call up a Rich? Is Rich going to have us down to hunt some of them deals? <laughs> Tommy Wilcox. Let's go to Rich in the great state of Kentucky. Rich, what do you say to one Calvin Speedy Wilbur? Wow, what a wheel. Spinning. What part of Kentucky? Oh, you, hey, Rich, what part of Kentucky are you calling from? Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. They ran us out of town, but technology keeps us there. All right, here well, we, we brought you back. Thank you, buddy. Uh, and we want you here. Okay, oh, yeah. Blaze TV. Blaze TV. Yeah. Yeah, the great Mark Levin, part of Blaze TV as well. All right, so do you have a subscription to Blaze TV, Rich? No, not right now. Well, you do now. Boom. You do now, buddy. All right, so let me put you on hold. We'll set that up, and you can get all the great programming that is Blaze TV. There's also a great special going for everybody uh, that has some great savings, too, using our name as the promo code. So let me put you on hold, and we'll get your information. Blaze TV will be in touch with you, and you can enjoy all the great programming on Blaze TV, okay? Thank you much, and happy Easter, everybody. You too, my brother. All right, you let's, too, bro. Thanks. Let's, let's go to Birmingham, Alabama, 104.7 WZZK, Dalton. Is standing by Dalton. What do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a will! Come on, Speedy, give it a rip. Dalton, you need any toilet paper? Or are you good? Oh, we're good right now. Okay, all right. Let's see how. I well, but the only problem with you guys being on location is, is is y'all can't autograph the runt ribbon if somebody wins it. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, 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 we're gonna stay. Oh. oh, we're gonna end with that. Oh, come on, Pippet. Come on, man! You, 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 you can't. I mean, hey, you can't even. You can't have rump ribbon. You can't have no meat. You can't have Moultrie. So I'm sorry about that. Nothing. No, you. For a minute, can I ask you something? Because I know Gary will ask me this. Did you? Did you make the mistake of thinking you could have something? I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. That explains it. That explains it, doesn't it, Bob? I mean, it does. You can't have that. Look, how about this? I hate to say it about the pandemic. Did did our country think we could have something? Yeah, I know. Thought we could have a good economy. <laughs> we got all excited about our economy, and then what happened? Some somebody yeah, let the economy in a hundred years. Pandemic. By the way, that we, we were just saying that on March one. Please don't let that get by you. All right, uh, that's the wonderful will of me today. Brought to you by our friends at HarryandDavid.com and one eight hundred flowers.com. Congratulations to all the winners of meat today. A lot of meat went out the door.
Uh, and uh, thanks to all of you who got a chance uh, to let Speedy spin that baby for you. We come back, James Spann will join us. We'll talk about uh, James Spann uh, and his pandemic uh, setup. And what does the forecast look like for the nation for Easter? We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.